Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Coming at you yet again. Today we're going to be talking about... Hygiene! Oh. (laughs) What? So what... I know what hygiene is, but what is it? Hygiene is all the stuff you do so you are not a gross person. Like, um, we're talking superficial here. So basically, just the surface of your body. Yeah, maybe in, a, your, in your environment also. What's environmental hygiene? Like, doing the dishes. Oh, really? Yeah, because otherwise you'd have maggots and stuff all over your kitchen. Oh, right. Level four squalor. <laughs> the level we try to avoid. Yeah, up to level three, and you know, you're just... You're just doing your thing. You can't help it if you're not a perfect person. But, like, level four, that's when you start having problems. I'm very... My squalor level is zero. When the toilet starts getting a little grody, I just... I have to brush it and spray it and stuff. Yeah, I'm you not mix a... mix it up with the stick. You mix it up, and then it's nasty mildew soup, and then you flush it, and it's gone. It's perfect. <laughs> Make it clean. <laughs> So, according to the World Health Organization, the healthiest organization in the world, hygiene refers to conditions and practices that help to maintain health and prevent the spread of disease. Okay. And this is this is really timely. My most recent hygiene anecdote. Are you ready? Yeah. I was playing cards and... Just this last week. And there was a lady at the table and she was like screaming and stuff, but it was like, it was just her problem. You know, the hype man? Mm-hmm. You know how they go, I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was just making hype man noises and I don't, I mean, whatever. It, it was her thing. But she did sneeze. And when she sneezed, what she did is she raised both of her hands up together. Like she was cupping a bunch of water and she sneezed into the parabola of her cupped hands. And then she didn't wipe them on anything. She went right back to playing cards. Mm -hmm. I I, feel like the best, like obviously going into your elbow is the best solution. I am a fan also of anticipating the sneeze and then like pinching your nose like up like where your bone starts. Like way up there. And pinching your nose shut and sneezing that way because then nothing comes out. I feel like I was told once, and I'm not a pincher, I'm an elbow sneezer. Well, I don't like getting spit and snot in my elbow. No, I... (laughs) I, I I want to avoid the snot altogether. Yeah, I was I was told that doing the thing and see I don't remember what the consequence was, but I feel like it was something about making your head explode or blowing your eardrums out. Well, you know what? I'm uh, fucking old as dirt and I've been doing it and I'm fine. Unless all of my problems are caused by that. In which case, it remains to be seen. I'll give you guys an update <laughs> if we find out later if all my problems are because of the way I sneeze. Much to think about. <laughs> but I don't think that they are. Just based on, like, evidence and stuff. I'm not sure that they are. <laughs> the court calls Natalie to the stand. Your Honor. <laughs> Due to, like, evidence and stuff. <laughs> no, I, I, was told that, I was told that holding the sneeze in or, like, reverse sneezing or whatever. is that what dogs do? Uh, That's what yeah. the dog- well, I don't know what it's called when you pinch your nose. I don't think I can do that to my nose. I have like a very small nose, and it's like all cartilage. Yeah, you have like a shark nose. It's like a, it's like a little squishy guy. He's like, because he's squishy. Yeah. It's like Not a- all of us need to have elegant noses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
You have a pretty elegant nose, so that's probably why you can't squish it. Yeah, well, I have bones in my nose, so it's... My bone, my nose bones start, like, right here. So when you see a, when you see a skull, if you look at a skull, a skull's nose is just a nose-shaped hole. Yeah. So what happens to the nose bones? Does it just fall off? No, they're there. I've drawn enough skulls in my life, so they're there. The top of the triangle has, like, a little protrusion, and that's okay. the nose bone. It's okay. like everything that's, like, below that is, like, all the cartilage stuff, and that stuff all falls off. That's for another episode. What happens when you rot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But we're going to try to put that off as long as possible by having good hygiene. <laughs> People equate hygiene with being clean. That's like the main gist of it. But overall, it is a pretty broad term because you could apply it to like dental hygiene, oral hygiene, which are the same thing. <laughs> Mental hygiene. There's like all kinds of different things that you could say have hygiene to them. What's mental hygiene? That's like taking care of yourself mentally, like being, like doing the things that you know make your brain feel good. Like not reading the news and not reading Twitter. And like going on a walk in the sunshine and having a big glass of water and talking to your mom and talking about how you love your mom with your mom. So, And having friends and having, like, positive interactions and stuff. So, yeah, so hygiene could apply to, like, workplace shit, like, keeping the workplace safe and clean for people to work there and be healthy and... Like, not having Legionnaire's disease. Yeah, yeah. That's always, like, definitely, like, on the top of the list of, like, the the workplace hygiene. So there's (laughs) there's a hospital chain here in Columbus. I won't name them. Right, because hospitals are like, they're kind of corporations, right? It's in the news, though. I don't think it's a big deal. There's a lot of money flying around, and who knows where it goes. But let's say there's a hospital chain around here. They had massive Legionnaire's disease. Yeah. Which is Legionella Mm. bacteria that get into the air conditioning system, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you have a forced air ventilation that basically blows the bacteria all the way through the hospital, which unfortunately is full of sick people. Yeah, apparently what happened with that is that they it was a new hospital and just opened like a month or two ago. And apparently they didn't sanitize the HVAC and the water systems inside of the building prior to opening it, which was like, should have been one of the things on the list to check off. But whoopsie-daisy. Yeah, just uh, another hospital boner. Mm-hmm. Whoops. Sorry, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, so uh, regular hygiene practices are considered to be good habits. Right. And society digs them. Whereas if you neglect hygiene, then you are considered to be a gross guy. And it is also considered to be disrespectful. And some people can find it threatening. Like if you are like totally filthy. Yeah. So if somebody approaches you and they are really filthy, your mind is like, hey, there's something going on here, right? Mm-hmm. One time, this is a very gross story, and I don't think I've even ever told you a story. I worked at Subway back in the day, and I was staying there one afternoon, and some guy walked in, and he's like, oh, I gotta use your restroom. I was like, alright. And he went and used the restroom, and I was standing there, and he was kind of in there for a while, and there was no one else in the store. I was just standing there at the counter, because I knew this guy was going to come back out. Yeah. And I was just standing there, standing there. He was in there for a while. 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And he comes out, and he's like, do you have any napkins? And I was like, yeah. He's like, I need a lot of napkins. And I was like, okay. And I go to hand him a big brick of napkins, and he reaches out with his hand, and he has shit all over his hands. Whoa, no. 
Yes. All it, over both of his hands? What he was showing me. Oh. <laughs> and I just kind of pushed the napkins over, and I was like, there you go, buddy. <laughs> and he went back in the bathroom, and I told my manager, I was like, there's just a dude covered in shit. And, and, and she's like, oh, no. And she's like, we're going to have to go clean the bathroom. I was like, you're going to have to go clean the bathroom. Because the one rule of minimum wage, you don't touch shit for minimum wage. Yeah. You know, jobs are going to pay you as little as they can. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so. Don't touch shit for minimum wage. If you have a minimum wage job and your boss is like, I need you to go touch that poop. I need you to go wipe it and, and, and put your hands in it and get it in the bucket and put your hand in the bucket and get poop on your knees when you're on the, on your knees in the bathroom cleaning poop. You tell your boss to go suck a fat one because you don't touch shit for fucking minimum wage and you certainly don't touch human shit for minimum wage. Ab- absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. No, and not unless you voluntarily want to, which most people don't. Some people might want to, but those people are gross. They're all on Reddit anyway, so they are not at work. We were just talking about how it makes you a disgusting person to have poop on you. We've come full circle. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that wraps it up. (laughs) First rule of hygiene. Don't put poop on you. Yeah, and... Especially don't, especially in a situation where your boss is implicitly saying to you, look, motherfucker, I would pay you less, but I'm not allowed to. Now go put your hands on poop. (laughs) Here's a basic good rule of thumb. If you ever smell poop and you can't tell where it is and you think it might be you, go take a shower immediately. Just take a shower immediately. At no time should you smell like poop. Rule number one. Of hygiene. No poop on you. You can't even smell like poop. It's a (laughs) (laughs) no-go. I mean, you know, I'm listening to this thinking, (laughs) you know, this is a little 101 to me. (laughs) This is a little basic. But there may be some people. We're early in the podcast yet. We haven't got to the more complicated stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Second and third tier hygiene (laughs) techniques. Okay, so the thing is, is so people will associate cleanliness and hygiene, but they are two different things. Something could be clean and not be particularly hygienic. Having hygiene refers more to preventing the spread of disease. And so if you have like old caca water and you wipe something off and it looks great, it's not hygienic. Yeah. Poop water, the poop water's gone. <laughs> but the unseen poop remains. <laughs> Exactly. Unseen poop is like the main thing with hygiene, guys. <laughs> that is the thing that people are most worried about. And if people study hygiene, that's what they're looking for. It's poop. That is the main thing that people are trying to keep off of everything else. So I'm going to pass on this story. This is not a firsthand story, unfortunately. This is a secondhand story from my mom. She was at Kroger's, uh, which... I found out recently is actually called Kroger. There's no S on it, but that's beside the point. (laughs) She was at Kroger's and there were sample tubs out. Like there's a little dome at Kroger's or Whole Foods or Giant Eagle or wherever. And there will be like chip dip and a big open thing of chip or they'll have cut up breads and cut up cheeses. 
and little bits and pieces of of stuff, right? And my mom was there. She was at the deli counter. She's getting some deli meat. She's a deli head. uh, (laughs) She can't get enough of that ham. (laughs) you, You can't. You know, Kroger's has some really good deli meat, so I get it, right? And she looks over, and there's a guy. He walks up to the sample tub like nothing's going on, and he reaches his hand in. And the way she did it, she held her hand out as if he was using four fingers, which is (laughs) twice the gentleman's limit. I might call him not a gentleman anymore. And he reaches out, and he goes like knuckle deep in the dill dip and he has a big pile of dill dip on his hands and he turns and he looks at her and starts licking the pile of dill dip off of his hand and walks away (laughs) he was low carbing he couldn't have the bread (laughs) so it's my advice to you citizens consider when you see food sitting out in the open You may be in a world where you assume everybody else follows the social contract, the implicit social contract, which is obviously you don't dip your hand in the dill dip and eat a cup of dill dip by licking it off of your hand and fingers. You wouldn't do that. You look around. Please do it at home. You don't do it in public. You. You know what? I I don't like dill dip, so I'm just going to let that fly. You do what you need to do, Natalie. I, I love dill dip. <laughs> you never know where somebody's hand has been. You never know if they're dipping their hand in it. And you know what? You could walk up, dip your hand in it, walk away. And if my mom wasn't there waiting on her deli meat and made eye contact with you, she wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Nobody would know. Thanks, Mom. And there would be... <laughs> The famous unseen poop in the dill dip. But there's probably unseen poop in the dill dip anyway. There probably is. There's poop on everything. As soon as you bring the dill dip home and open it, you're getting your house poop in it. Because your house is covered in poop also. My house? <laughs> Everyone's house. So, Why is because that? people do not have good personal hygiene and they poop constantly. <laughs> Number one, I don't poop constantly (laughs) you if you do it every day that's like 333 million poops every single day in this country and they're getting on everything think about how many of those people are doing shit with their poops that is just not very keen so you go out everybody looks at each other and uh, you know you go out and you see people wearing north face and you see people like listening to avici and they will drive Volkswagen Jetta. And you're like, wow, everyone's normal. <laughs> but in closed spaces, I wouldn't doubt that some of those people, if they broke through the teepee, they would be like, no big deal. Avachi does this, I bet. <laughs> Isn't he dead? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What? <laughs> That's a really, I'm sorry. That's a really rest in peace to him. Yeah, actually he that. He does not do that. No, that was pretty, that was pretty tragic. But that's, you know, the thought process of somebody, but the same person. So people, you know, when they get behind the wheel of a car, they feel like they're anonymous. And every single place I ever worked, all the offices, all the factories, everything in the bathroom, in the boys' bathroom, 
there were always boogers on the wall. Because the deal is, when people are not being watched and they feel that they're not subject to the social contract, they'll be nasty as hell. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So there's always boogers on the wall. People will wipe their boogers. They're in there. They're in the stall. There's toilet paper. Right next to where they put their booger. Yes, yes. And you could (laughs) hide your booger. I don't understand why you don't want to hide them. Because for me, personally, everything that comes out of me, let's hide that. (laughs) I don't want anybody to even think that it it has ever occurred, right? And that's just like my raccoon nature. (laughs) I want to wash my hands, right? The thing is, is that, okay, so you might do okay with keeping poop off of everything. Yeah. But everybody else is not... No, And they create a world where it is like a sponge soaked in shit. And then you go out and you get it all over yourself. And then you go home and you are just like a stamp. And you just stamp shit all over the place. (laughs) Like a dog walking in paint. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Only it's it's the shit of the world that you're bringing into your home. So you're so <laughs> the fact that we're not constantly severely ill means that our body does have some defense against it. Yeah, right? obviously, yeah. And that's what that's blood cells, right? Yeah, and you know people get very serious about their hygiene. Also, a lot of people are like they're very fastidious about everything, and they use like hand gel stuff that you put in your purse, like sanitizers and this and that. But that stuff's all really bad for you. I mean, I wash myself with water and soap. The only time I ever use hand sanitizer is when I go someplace really nasty. And off the top of my head, the only two places I can think that are that sick are the petting zoo, which is a smaller zoo inside the zoo, mm-hmm. and the casino, which is like a zoo for bad people. Yeah. Did I tell you, uh, when I went to the casino last time, everybody at the table was talking about a guy that got banned from the casino, and it was because he got mad about something that happens, which is frequent in the casino because you can lose a lot of money. He urinated in the casino, and he urinated under the table, but like onto the table, and it splashed on somebody else, and some got on the dealer. I was just talking last week about people peeing in those casinos. You were. They're animals. People are animals. People are disgusting. Fucking disgusting. So, okay, so people use all, this, all the antibacterial stuff, though, and that stuff is really bad for you. Like, it fucks up your sex hormones, the triclosan. Yeah, so triclosan is a common antibacterial agent, mm-hmm. right? And that's, is, that's an endocrine disruptor? Mm-hmm. So what does that do? It's, it was gnarly enough that I'm not one to get, like, oh, I'm panicking about it. You know what I'm saying? I had some kind of soap or something a while ago that had triclosan in it, yes, and I remember I you told me because because you were using that dial soap to sh- to soap your whole body up, and you take like two showers a day. You said you can't do this, so I stopped. I stopped immediately because I was like, you know, I need my hormones. Yes, yes, it has negative effects on humans, animals, and the environment. Numerous studies have shown that triclosan alters testosterone and thyroid serum levels and affects estrogen adapters and synthesis. So it's bad to have shit everywhere, and it's bad to cover yourself in antibacterial. So what is the solution? Just like to wash yourself with regular soap, but that's, that's all you're supposed to do. Straight down the middle, just middle of the road. Just get some soap and wash your nasty ass, you dumbass. Yeah, don't poop on things. 
I, no one, I mean, some people do, but no one, like, is like, I'm going to poop and just put it on. But it's like, you don't wash your hands, or you touch something gross and you forget about it. There's public handrails. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to be cool with being, like, a certain level of hygienic. But, you know, I will do the obvious stuff and, like, not think about the rest of it. Because I feel like if you concern yourself with it too much, then you're going to, like, drive yourself nuts. There's no bottom to where you need to stop cleaning. Like, I will wash my hands. If I am, like, petting a goat, I'll wash my hands. If, like, I've been to the mall and I'm going to eat something, I will wash my hands, you know? Yeah. I bathe regularly. I smell fine. To me, that's good enough. I'm not going to, like, panic about, like, very, very minor things. I'm not one of those people who bleaches the cart when I go to the grocery store. No. At a certain point, it's like you have to leave it to the hands of fate, and you have to get enough germs in your life that you're not going to be sick all the time if you if you run into anything at all. No, that is true. I once definitely like 100% got norovirus from the grocery store. That was when I was there right before Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. It was like the day before Thanksgiving and it was really crowded. And I mean, I was touching vegetables and stuff and I was just at the store. I didn't think about it. I came home, whatever. And then uh, we had Thanksgiving and I was like, oh, you know, I'm kind of feeling kind of bad. And we ate Thanksgiving and everything else. And then norovirus hit. You know, it was definitely... Yuck City. Gross Lahoma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Yuck City, Gross Lahoma. That's the, that's the best way to put it. Uh, norovirus is a gastrointestinal virus, mm -hmm. so it basically causes your system to flush itself out of both ends. And uh, it's most well known for being... A virus that people get on cruise ships because yeah. they recycle all the air and everybody's touching everything and the water is being recycled and everything because, of course, they uh, they can't just get fresh water out of the sea. They're not hooked up to pipes. Uh, so there will be a situation. This is why I'll never go on a cruise ship. Uh, all for, also, boats suck. Also, yeah, also I hate boats. Also, I hate being trapped with people. Also, I hate small spaces. Also, I hate being on guided tours. I actually, there's nothing about cruise ships that I would I hate, like. I hate, I hate when they try to have, make you have fun in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about two things I hate. <laughs> like uh, tropical drinks and sunglasses and stuff. And, like, a big crowd of people, like, in the swimming pool together. That is, like, the fucking opposite of what I would ever want to fucking do. I want to play shuttleboard on a boat that's 200 feet high and is rocking to and fro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to be stuck eating whatever their chef cooks the whole time. You know what I want <laughs> You know what I want to do? I want to go on a nerd cruise. Have you heard of these? No. There's a nerd cruise where they go and they put only, like, Lego music or something. What? <laughs> they do. No, it's a special cruise. And they only put Lego music. And then everyone else on the cruise is like, epic bacon, my good sir. <laughs> I've never, no, I've never heard of that. I didn't look at it too much because I get too uh... deep-seated misanthropy. <laughs> That's what it is for me, anyway. It's a hygiene issue. Yeah, it's a hygiene issue. <laughs> 
do you know how soap was invented? No. So back in the old days, we're talking about like the very old days. <laughs> way back in the way back. Like ancient Rome times. Okay. Okay. That's the scientific name for that. Way back in the way back. So we're talking Super about old timey. Extremely old Italians. Uh-huh. So they had this mount called Mount Sapo. They used to have animal sacrifices on Mount Sapo, and wood ash would wash down the mountainside. Oh, yeah. And mix with the fat from the sacrifices and stuff. It would all wash down the mountain, and like the water down at the bottom is like really cool to wash your clothes in. Right, because soap on one end, it has a fatty acid chain, which is nonpolar, and on the other end, it has a polar segment. So it can interface both with water and oil or fat or grease. So that's why it's so important. And you can use it to wash oils out of your hair, for Mm -hmm. example, right? Yeah, so that's when they were like, oh, this stuff is cool. We should call it soap after Mount Sapo. And it's also uh, like if you have ever heard about someone who's saponified. Oh, yeah. Uh, The other thing that people used to like to clean themselves with was pee. Oh, yeah. Didn't they used to swish with it? Yeah, they used it on their teeth and stuff. Swish, swish. Mm, that's not good. Yeah. People were not always that into taking care of their teeth. In fact, it was pretty recently people decided they were going to start doing it, like, as a thing. When did that get big? So the first toothbrush was manufactured in China in 1498. That's pretty long ago. And it was uh, pig hair that was a cattle bone handle. But people didn't really buy those very much. It didn't become a routine in the United States until it was enforced on soldiers during World War II. Oh, wow. So people didn't really brush their teeth until the 40s in America. Yeah. Wow. Everybody was walking around nasty before that. So tell me if I'm wrong, Natalie. But before a certain point, it was just like common that everybody just smelled like ass all the time. Yes. Yeah, they all smelled very bad. I feel like we talked about NoFap before. Did we talk about that? We very barely talked about NoFap. Well, there's something, and I feel like it's related. It's called NoPoo. Have you heard of NoPoo? That's when you don't use shampoo in your hair. That's when you just rinse your hair out with water. And the idea is that if you stop using shampoo, you won't need shampoo. Is that true? I think it is. My hair type, I do not think would take well to it. But I have seen enough people talking about doing that and having it work out for them that I believe that it is true. The people who don't use shampoo, some of them just use conditioner. Really? I imagine that using conditioner would probably, like, it would be like an oil cleanse, I imagine. So you could just sort of work the conditioner in and you just have your hair, all the oil in your hair would kind of mix in with the conditioner and you'd you'd wash some of it out every time you conditioned your hair. Is that the idea? Mm -hmm. Well, some people do that. Other people just, they don't do anything at all, and they will just use, like, baking soda and vinegar if their hair gets really funky, but just rinse it, basically. I don't know about that. I think I would smell bad. 
I mean, I don't even have that much hair, but I feel like I would just get greasy. I think at a certain point when your hair is short enough, at least with as, as short as your hair is, you I, you would think that at a certain point it's more like similar to like not washing your face. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, but that's... You don't, have enough, you don't have enough hair to... I would not want to not wash my face either, though. Doesn't that make you feel greasy? Well, I think the reason for the no poo thing is that people, women, when they do their hair, it, it fucks their hair up. Like doing the hair dryer and all the dumb shit that people do with their hair, it makes your hair get real crusty and fucked up. And so they want to make their hair nicer. And so they're trying to get off of stripping oils out of their hair and over drying their scalp and stuff like that because it makes their hair worse. I guess that makes sense. I think I always just assumed it was like an internet guy thing. No, there's no like, there's no like manifesto or anything like that about like any kind of social reason for doing it. It's just purely to like stop using shampoo because it's better when they don't. Well, if you're listening and you use in and you abide by no poo, let us know how it goes. I'm curious. You know what I like to do? I like to just put hair powder in my hair. <laughs> So basically, what Natalie does is she puts powder in her hair. I call it making biscuits. <laughs> so my hair is kind of short. It's not like really insanely short. It's short though, boy short. I'll say that. It's not a short. But it's not. But it's not like it's not like a pixie cut or anything. Uh, and it is like white blonde. And so what I like to do is not wash my hair very much and just put powder in it every day. So any hair grease I create, I just soak it up with powder in the morning and I just like take a dust bath like a little guinea pig. And <laughs> and I and then I like my hair starts having this texture to it where it's like anything I want it to do, it will do it. And so I will just like pull pieces out and make it stick up just how I like it, like Play-Doh. And then I a little more powder on there and I'm ready to go. It's like, it's like the George Washington hairdo. It's like I was just gonna <laughs> s- I was I was just gonna say it's like a powdered wig. Mm-hmm. Three or four days is a sweet spot for like riding out washing it. It first day is gonna look floppy. It's not gonna look that good. Second day it starts looking pretty good. Third day your hair's looking great. I wash my hair as often as I do as a gesture of goodwill. But making biscuits you should try it out. N- no, it, no. Let's see here. So, did you know that in the very olden days, when you would take a bath, you would do it in public with everybody? I've heard about that. That was called... Public bath, yeah. Everyone would have to get into the tub together. But since firewood was kind of scarce, they did not... They were not able to change the water very much and heat it back up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so they kept the same water. Yeah. Because otherwise it was hard to heat up. It was people soup. Oh, that's nasty. It was gross, yeah. It was gross times. Uh, Ancient Romans also believed that you could use pee to clean also. (sighs) I mentioned also. And back in the day, also, people had head lice so much that a lot of people would just shave their heads and have wigs. And it was because of the head lice. Yeah. They didn't have any way of getting the lice out back then, right? Because the way now is you have to put chemicals in your hair... And then you comb through it with a lice comb, which is like a special super, super fine Mm -hmm. comb. Mm -hmm. And they had no way of manufacturing that, right? Yeah. I mean, they may have been able to have combs, but I think back then it was like, why bother? Because everyone has head lice. There's no reason. Like, if if you got rid of it, you would just get head lice again. Okay, right. Now, I've heard, Natalie, that the term crabs referred to 
hair lice that was basically only on pubic hair, mm-hmm. right? I'm sure all the Romans had this, but I've heard that uh, crabs used to be a big thing, that you would get pubic lice from a sex partner. Mm-hmm. You would get it, you would put your pubic hair on their pubic hair, and you would get their lice. I've heard that it basically died out. It's very uncommon to get crabs now because so many people cut their pubes off. But also you know that if you get pubic lice, you could use head lice stuff on it. Okay. Wait, I should look that up. I might need to make sure that I just didn't tell you guys something that was going to poison your crotch. (laughs) Bing it, baby. Oh, and you know what? You forgot to open private mode, so they're going to try to... Oh, my God. Bing thinks you have pubic lice now. It just gave you bold text, and it said, Your sexual partner may also be infected. (laughs) Well, they should know who that is, because they've been tracking me enough. Yeah, you could use over-the-counter anti-lice shampoo. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't going to poison your sweetie parts. (laughs) I'm watching out for you guys, because I, you know, in order to be your favorite podcast, I can't give you advice that's going to make you get injured. Don't take medical advice from Garbage Brain University, but uh, we did bing it, so. (laughs) Also, you know, don't take medical advice from us, but... You could, it's probably better to take medical advice from us than some other people. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> we're like in the middle of the road with medical advice, probably. Yeah. <laughs> better than anti-vax people mm-hmm. and worse than doctors. <laughs> yep, there you go. So... Put that on my tombstone. Worse than doctors. So one of the most... The biggest sources of infection in the Middle Ages was that people used to cover their floors with straw. And they they were supposedly supposed to, like, clean it out and then put new straw in. But they would just put more and more and more and more and more. And so it would just collect all of their filth in it and just, like, get tramped down into the ground. And it was just, like, disgusting. So we're talking Middle Ages. We're talking, like, what what year? Like, 800? 1,200 to 800, 1,200 maybe. 400 years of essentially living in a stable. I think it's longer than that. I think it's like 1,100, something like that. I was comfortable with saying 800 to 1,200. And you know what, Natalie? Uh, we talked about, we had a premium episode. We, we were talking about Animal Crossing. We were talking about video games. Subscribe if you haven't already. You can hear that. It's pretty good. Mega fucking long episode. But that's what I think of, you know, when I think of, like, D&D shit and everything as, like, come play, my lord. (laughs) I always think, like, you know, people lived in mud huts with straw on the floor, and when they ate, they didn't have a table, they would take a piece of lumber, and they would line everybody up, and you would put the lumber on your lap, and you would set your food on that. (laughs) Like, it was not lit. Mm -hmm. So, also... In that same time period, the roofing, the roofs, yeah, the roofing yeah. that was on their houses, it was permeable. Yeah. And so bugs, pests, bird shit, and everything was constantly raining down into your house through the roof. And that is why they invented canopy beds. Like the beds with the things hanging over top of them, those were invented to keep the shit falling from the ceiling from getting in your bed at night. So, so 
the implication with the canopy bed is, ooh, fancy princess. But the reality is, well, you won't get bird shit on you at night. <laughs> no rats falling on you when you're sleeping tonight, fancy guy. <laughs> They're going to fall off the side. <laughs> So it was, it was very cool back then. There's, I understand and, why people were all like, let's do it. <laughs> and so if you've got straw, so if you've ever been to Texas Roadhouse. I have. There will be peanut shells everywhere on the floor, right? Mm-hmm. Well, imagine like six or eight inches of straw on the floor. Imagine how much rats are in there. Mm-hmm. There's Think probably- about every time you spilled your drink or someone drips stuff during dinner or when... Your dog took a shit. All of it is in that straw. You have a cat, and you're like, Mr. Meows, you're such a nice boy. I like to hear you. think they had litter boxes back then? Think about how easy Mr. Meow could have hid his little cat turds, because they're small. Yes. Imagine how he could have hid them in your floor, and you would just be like, well, I could, like, take all this straw and, like, shovel it out the door and then vacuum... But I'm just going to dump some more fresh straw on top of it because fuck it. I don't have that much time. I'm a peasant in the Middle Ages. Yeah. Not only there was a gross back then, people thought that taking a bath was like bad news. They thought it was like very dangerous. They thought it was bad for them? And what was what they was their reasoning? They had all kinds of weird fucked up ideas. Like they're like, oh, if you soak yourself in the hot water, then it opens your pores up and then all the diseases get in you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. And they thought it was like too indulgent and had like weird religious hangups about it. Oh, they thought it was bougie to wash your ass. (laughs) They thought that, well, they, they were like, it's too indulgent. It's too, it's like not Christ-like to. Oh, okay. So they were like, bath. They did not hardly ever, ever, ever bathe at all. Ever. A normal person, right, Uh would have bathed how often? Like 1,200 common era. Some things I read, I do not know if this was uh, accurate for everybody. I have seen people talk about particular historical figures where they said they never did. And so, like, some of them would go in the ocean or in a river, but, like... I think that the main thing that they did was they washed their hands and they washed their faces. They maybe changed their underclothes. Well, that's not bad. But they were fucking gross. They smelled. People used to carry around little bouquets that they would carry around just so they could smell it when they were walking through crowds of people because it smelled so bad. Before people were hygienic at large... The solution was just to to make your nose smell good, so you wouldn't yeah. smell. <laughs> so you wouldn't smell the people. Yeah, the ancient Romans were cleaner than people after them. The Anglo Saxons, the Anglo's or the Saxons, mm-hmm. medieval England, Dungeons and Dragons, y'all stink coming out of the holes in the chainmail, right? Yes, yes. Back then, they would just free shit into like everywhere. Oh, no. All of the fancy castles, they would just, that moat that went around the castles was just, they would just shit into it. Oh, yeah. Oh, because that was to, that was like 
to protect the castle, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you have to come to the castle, you have to touch my poop. <laughs> <laughs> it's luck, like, buddy. oh, I don't like that. That's like very, and you know, that's like what happens in prison now. Like, prisoners will like take and ferment their feces and their urine to get something that smells as bad as possible. And then they'll throw it. They'll throw it on a guard or on another prisoner or something that they, that they don't like, which is, you know, if you take somebody and they don't have any power at all and they feel unempowered, Mm -hmm. obviously they will do whatever they can to feel empowered. But this was like that times a thousand, mm-hmm. right? For the moat around a castle. Yeah, so they would sh- they would free shit. And so then after that, people basically, for most of the time, crapped into chamber pots or like buckets in their house. And then they would throw them... Out the window. Out the window onto the street. So this is not so much... <laughs> so this is not so much the hygiene episode as it is the doo-doo episode. <laughs> Natalie, correct me if I'm wrong, but the idea with doo doo. (laughs) 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 Is that you're basically a little. Have you heard of a Silicon Valley startup? Well, you have. (laughs) Your intestines are basically a Silicon Valley startup for bacteria. It's really good to live there. It's warm, it's wet, and there's plenty to eat. If you were a bacteria, that's where you would live. Would you set up and have kids there? Yes, you would. Would you undergo penocytosis? Absolutely. (laughs) Would you send your children out down the tube to find fame and fortune in a swimming pool somewhere? Yes. (laughs) Yes, you would. You said the swimming pools. Swimming pools are fucking gross. When my daughter was little, I would take her to the baby pool here, and all the babies in the baby pool would wear something called swim diaper, Mm. which was a special diaper that tried really hard to hold the shit in, and it was more expensive because it was, like, waterproof. Mm -hmm. But all the other parents would go, and you'd see all the other parents in the neighborhood, and they would go, and they would either go, and they would sit next to the baby pool and not get in at all. Or they would sit at the side of the baby pool and just put their legs in the water. And I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm an involved... I'm a cool dad! I'm an involved dad. So I would get in the baby pool and I would swim around and, you know, my daughter would be in there. There'd be all these other kids, whatever. Uh, And then I got a urinary tract infection. I got some kind of creeping crud all over my legs from the same baby pool. Yeah. I got some, yeah. like, kind of dermatitis all over my legs. It was awesome. It plopped. <laughs> yeah, and just don't get in the baby pool. Did you know, on average, one single person in the swimming pool will shed 0.14 grams of fecal matter into the pool Within 15 minutes. They shed it so it comes like off of their skin and out of their fecal hole. Yeah. That's a, that's kind of a lot. Yes. Now think about how many people are in the pool. How many people are in the pool? And they have filtration. How many people are in the... I asked you. Is it a quiz? No. I, well, mean, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of being an asshole. It's not really a quiz, but I want you to guess how many... Because I, I wouldn't know how much poop's in the pool. 
How many people are in the pool? Uh, <laughs> so when I go to the pub, so when I go to the public pool, there's probably about thirty people there. In thirty people, there's point one four grams, uh, four point two grams of poop for every fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. right? But that's recycled. I think that thirty in the pool seems like a very small number of people to be in the pool. Let's say thirty average. 30 average, because some days you'll go to the pool and there won't be that many people there at all. Yeah. So 4.2 grams of fecal matter in the pool for 15 minutes, which works out to 16.8 grams of fecal matter per hour. And then the pool is open uh, from noon until 8 p.m. So the pool is open eight hours. So there's uh, so times eight is... Uh, uh, 134.4 grams of fecal matter per day. How many ounces is divided by 28? Uh, 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 roughly six ounces of poop. There you go. Six in the pool. <laughs> if you go there at night, don't do it. <laughs> but... They recycle the water. They can't. They do not empty the pool at night and refill it. <laughs> that poop is in there. So basically, you've got chlorinated turds. How much? How big would a six ounce turd be? What other facts do you have? <laughs> so, um. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about what is your routine when you get yourself cleaned up. I don't know. I don't want to say it. I don't want to get canceled. As long as you're not victimizing anybody with your with your routine, I think you'll be all right. Oh, are you going to say that you don't wash your legs? <laughs> no, I wash my I wash my whole body all over. But, uh, so, no, my hygiene routine, first things first, turn on the water. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Because, let's face it, you can't have a shower without water. I'll shampoo my hair because it's a gravity theory, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I'll shampoo my hair and my beard on my face, and then I'll wash my whole body, the rest of my body, with soap. And I heard it was a thing where men don't wash their butthole because... They're afraid it'll make them gay if they touch (laughs) their butthole. But I will wash it because hygiene problems come from the butt and they come from poop. (laughs) Yep. So I get that thing clean. After I'm all done with that, I go up with uh, some Korean skincare soap (laughs) and I wash my face. And some people say, well... Uh, if you're bald and you have bald head, how far up do you go? My answer is you go up until you hit hair, baby. <laughs> That's right, because it's the face. See, it's like a thought experiment. How far do you go up? I, I well, you go, go up that far. Yeah. you go up until you hit hair. So that's what you have to wash. So I wash my face and I dry off and I put on some deodorant. Uh, I floss and brush my teeth and put mouthwash. And then if... I'm not doing sunscreen and stuff, then I moisturize my face. That's I mean, good. it's pretty it's, it's pretty simple. I think your order is interesting. Right. My order is based on gravity. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> Mine is based on what needs to be most cleanest. Oh, because you don't wash your hair. Okay. I'm going to give you the routine if I wash my hair. I will turn the water on. 
while I am waiting for the water to get hot enough for me to get in the shower, I will put oil cleanser on my face. And I will rub it until it's hot enough for me to get in the shower. And I go in there, I rinse that off, and I get my hair wet, and I shampoo my hair. I have to use that shampoo that's purple so my hair doesn't turn yellow. And I have to leave that on. And so I put my purple shampoo on. And then while I'm waiting for my shampoo to soak in, I brush my teeth. Then I rinse my hair. I put a conditioner on. And while I'm letting my conditioner soak in, I wash my body off. Then I rinse my hair out. And I rinse my body off. And then I get face soap and put it on my hands. I wash my neck. And I wash my ears. And I wash all my earring holes. I don't... I rotate my earring holes and all that. Yeah, I don't have any earrings. Yeah. And then... I rinse that off, and then I use whatever face wash I'm going to use. And then I get out, and then I put on some face spray, and then I put on some moisturizer. And sometimes I'll put on extra moisturizer if I'm very dry. Yeah, you got to stay wet. And then I put wet. deodorant yeah. on. But I do my face last. I wash my face last because I do not want to have a bunch of residue from conditioner and stuff on my face after I get out of the shower. Yeah, that's why I wash my hair first, because I figure if I've got conditioner, right? Mm-hmm. That stuff is like oily. Yeah. That's like lotion. It's like liquid lotion. <laughs> I'm going to do a little quiz with you today. Since we're talking about personal hygiene and we're not talking about poop anymore. And the quiz is I want you to guess the 10 hygienic practices that you need to teach children before letting them. Join society, I suppose. And there's ten of them. I will give you ten chances to get as many of them as you can. I think, number one, I think the first thing you do, even when you're still washing your kid manually, like you're still throwing them in the bathtub and you're still scrubbing them off, Mm -hmm. I think that the first one you do is you say front to back. Toilet hygiene. Yeah, yeah, wiping, because... You know, you reverse that, you go the wrong way on that road, and that's bad news. Toilet hygiene. (laughs) So, would you like to do another guess? No. (laughs) Just call it a day here. I'm one for one. No, you need to teach your kid to brush their teeth. Oral hygiene. The best hygiene for your mouth. <laughs> I can't argue with that. <laughs> you have to teach your child to wash their hair. Hair care. Yeah. You have to teach your child to wash their body with soap. Bathing. You have to teach them to wash their hands, like, before they eat. Yeah, before they eat. Hand hygiene. Right, because they will just touch whatever, especially if they're at COSI or they're at school. Yeah. Uh, like, maybe you send them to a day camp for STEM so they can get ahead in the world, and it's just a bunch of shitty boys, and then they need to wash their hands. Mm-hmm. So, hand hygiene. Yeah. And this is hard because they have little razor nails, but you have to teach them to clip their nails. Nail hygiene. You got that one. Uh, you have to teach them how and where to sneeze and cough because otherwise they will just go, 
into the atmosphere, the number one thing for a kid to do as you're buckling them into a car seat is you lean over to buckle all the little fucking safety straps and they go right into your face, (laughs) right as you're breathing in. (laughs) Cough and sneeze hygiene. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What are we at? Did I name them all? Seven. I will say don't put your face on stuff. Don't put your face, don't put your mouth on stuff. She's not going around sucking handrails, but she will just be idly, like, leaning on stuff and put her face on things. No, it's not one. Sorry. Uh, I should have st- I knew I should have stopped after the first one. <laughs> There's always lice outbreaks. They'll send a little PDF home mm-hmm. at school. So I would say hair slash hat. Cleanliness. Don't share hats. You already guessed hair care. No, I guess shampooing. I this is for That's lice. Hair care. It's not not having lice is part of hair care. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna guess I have one. I have one guess left. Mm-hmm. Clothing. I'd say don't wear dirty clothes. Like you clearly ate pizza in that shirt. And I know the feel. <laughs> I know the feel of like this is my fucking coolest shirt. And uh, my kid has a shirt that is a cat, and it's a satanic cat, and it's doing a spell, and it's in a pentagram, and it's, like, smiling. And she wants to wear it every day. And I'm like, it's dirty. You can't wear it. Mm -hmm. So I would say clothing slash laundry hygiene. No. You got a pretty good job. I I got a good job? (laughs) Is that what I got? You got a good job on the quiz. <laughs> All right, so um, here's what's up. I you got missed, seven. You got seven. You okay. missed foot hygiene. What is foot hygiene? Like washing your feet and like I do foot stuff. Number one, I clean my feet in the shower. Number two, what is foot stuff? <laughs> like... Clipping them. That's nail. That's nail hygiene. Like, but it's on your feet. It's different. It's not different. It's the same. It's different on the list, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Home hygiene, which is like keeping your house clean and how to do housekeeping stuff, and vocal hygiene. Not running around town screaming and being loud like an asshole. How is that hygiene? It's just like mental. Certain things are hygiene. Like they they improve the public quality of life if you do them. Okay, I'm gonna. You know what? I got such a good score on the quiz. I'm not even gonna. You uh, got a pretty good score. It was a pretty good job. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. So if you have a problem with the quiz, then you can make a quiz. <laughs> We have good hygiene. We smell great. I think that you guys probably smell great, too. And that's why we're your favorite podcast. Think about it. So just keep listening. We're going to keep making it for you. Uh, if you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and subscribe. GarbageBrainUniversity.com. Again, give us five stars on iTunes. Really actually helps us. Takes you one second. Uh, it would actually be, honestly, it'd be fucking dumb of you if you didn't. So, like, (laughs) so 
Thanks again. <laughs> Chief, for listening, of course, our infrastructures from Substack are theme song is Electric Flower by the Melvins. Our incidental music is by Natalie and her voice. <laughs> and we'll talk to you again very soon. Goodbye.